Hello, and welcome to Hey Mando. That's weird to say, right? Because yeah, it is. Uh, we just always went with like, here's our Mandalorian review show. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, there was a part of me that felt like maybe we should name it, and then there was another part of me that was like, eh, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I can't get the, I can't get the uh, Christian Harloff doing yeah. the Hey Mando, hey, Mando out of my head. So. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm, you were the one that suggested, hey, Mando. And I was like, you know what? That's perfect. I love it. So we're back for season two of The Mandalorian. Not quite yet, because that's next week. But this week, we're going to be talking about season one of The Mandalorian a year later. I am one of your hosts, Sean. And I'm joined, as always, by my fellow host, Wade. Hi, Wade. Dude, so stoked for Boba. I mean, the, Boba Fett, dude. It, it, it Boba Fett. That's all I'm gonna say, dude. That's all that needs to be said, dude. Boba Fett, and 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 it's on like Donkey Kong now. When I was rewatching season one, and I got to the end of episode, what is that, five or whatever? Uh, four or five? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Five, five. And you, you hear the jingle of the steps. All I could think was, "Fuck you, Wade." <laughs> right, but according to some of the rumors and stuff, and some of the casting yeah. news, it, it appears that perhaps it's only Boba's armor. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I've I've heard uh, that. Yeah, it's rumored Timothy Timothy Oliphant's character uh, mm-hmm. is donning the uh, the Boba Fett armor, but I, I still insist that uh, that our main Mandalorian is in fact Boba Fett. <laughs> it took me for it took me a second to click in my head what you were saying, and then once it did, I was all right. Well, for now. We're going to talk about season one. We are yeah. going to talk about season two, hopefully at the back end of the show. If we have the time to do so, we will talk a little bit about season two, those trailers we've seen, any predictions we have coming up. And about halfway through the show, we are going to go to break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about our ranking of the episodes at the end of last season compared to how we rank them now after rewatch. But Starting off immediately, Wade, rewatching Mandalorian season one a year later, what did you think? Um, uh, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed the, uh, what was it, episode three with the Mudhorn uh, thing? Yes. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize how much uh, I had enjoyed that episode the first time around until uh-huh. I watched it uh, for a rewatch, which I've seen every episode at least three times, but you yes. know what I mean. I haven't watched them in this year-long period. Yeah. that we've been waiting. So uh, I'd forgotten how great that was. A uh, really yeah. good episode. Um, and I love the Jawas. That, dude, when I was a yeah. kid, my brothers gave me a Star Wars-style uh, nickname, uh, Jawa Tootman. Uh, and I actually, I have used that as handles before in games. So if y'all ever seen a Jawa Tootman out there, it's probably me, and I'm always losing. Um, but yeah, dude, another one is the... Uh, the, the prison ship episode where they go on, it's got Bill Burr and everybody. Yes. Uh, I had not forgotten how much I loved that episode, <laughs> but I, I love it even more upon a rewatch. There are some little things in there that make me cringe uh, with uh-huh. some of the acting choices and stuff. But, uh, mm-hmm. but dude, yeah, I love that episode too. Um, and then of course the finale, the very final. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. That's, it, I can't remember how my rankings were last time uh, when we talked about it a year ago, but that episode, if it wasn't number one, I was a fucking fool. Yeah. So 
rewatching it. The first time it aired, I watched it three times. I watched each episode three times when it aired. And then after the last episode came out, I was kind of, that was it. I didn't go back. I didn't rewatch the whole thing. I watched every episode three times when it came out and then I was done. And for the past year, I think a lot of that had to do with the rise of Skywalker, which we're not going to talk about, but I think my star Wars end of stuff was a little, a little thrown out of whack. You know, if you know what I mean, I was kind of like, I'm good on star Wars for a little bit. So I hadn't touched Mandalorian season one in the entire year since the last episode aired and rewatching it over the year. I had, I think I'd started to go down on the season as a whole. I started to be like, was it as good as I remember it being because it drags in the middle. I'm going to say yeah, it, rewatching it. Does. It, it does. Uh, I know you love episode the hey Mando episode, man. I'll be, I'll be yeah. honest. That was a rough re- episode to rewatch for me, man. I a hundred percent as well. The dialogue and the delivery of it was just terrible. And I'm also not going to lie. I know you love episode six, the prison ship episode. Yes. That was also a tough rewatch for me. I really, I, I like the Mandalorian parts of it. I hate all the supporting characters. I hate the Twi'leks. They're just right. annoying. They're over the top and just come on, let's do it. Like it's, Oh no, I don't. You don't like you don't like Bill Burr's Bill Burr uh, style. He's just Bill Burr. He's just Bill Burr in the episode, dude. It's absolutely. It's Bill Burr. I still love it, but (laughs) I don't. I don't hate it. I just the side characters in that episode, and honestly, that's something I noticed on rewatch a lot. A lot of the side characters were kind of wooden, um, not in a terrible way, but whenever he like when he's on uh Jorgen, like the 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 planet where he defends right the, the villagers the village like the person's like how's it going stranger would you like some bone broth or whatever like yeah something about like the acting from the side characters upon rewatch was like ooh, i don't know if that's good um i was impressed with all the lead actors again while watching i really love um carl weathers as grief car oh yeah i i think i appreciated him a lot more on rewatch um, trying to think about who I appreciated more upon rewatch. I think it was really him because I already liked uh, the other two, but uh, I I think I think he was the one that kind of because he disappears for like the middle section and then he comes back. Yeah. But upon rewatch, knowing that he was coming back, I kind of kept uh, more of an eye out for him, and I really I really enjoyed him in, in the season. Uh, so yeah, episodes one through three I thought were all great. Uh, just like I, I, episode three is yeah, fantastic. Directed by Deborah Chow. Um, who's obviously doing Obi-Wan, which is given up to get started at some point soon. Uh, going into episode four, I, I don't know if you remember, I love episode four. I know a lot of people really did it. Uh, the one where he's on the, where they're on the jungle planet and they're defending the, the villain. Yeah, that was, that was, that was in my mind. I've always said it. That was a filler and there was, I don't know. It just, I agree that it was a filler, but I didn't think it was as bad as a filler of a filler as there were some bad five shit. and six. There was some bad acting in that, not just from the yeah. people at the little yeah. uh, restaurant cantina thing, whatever, yeah. but like some of those villagers, uh, the, the two main young kid villagers, yeah. they were terrible. Um, yeah. I still, nothing can ever be said in my mind to justify the the walker walking up and stopping right on the edge of the water and then looking down as if it's alive and it's like 
There's What's water this? there. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to step in it. That makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, it is what it is, dude. I think a lot of what I really love about episode four isn't really the story part of it. It's, well, some of the story stuff. I really like Mando struggling to, like, being faced with the opportunity to stop and not being sure if he can take it. And then obviously he can't because they still after the child, but I, I really love the locale of that episode. It's very different than anything in any of the other episodes. Very green. I really yep. like the music in that episode. It has a very natural feel to it. It's it kind of compared to everything else. I don't know. I, I really, I really like episode four, a little bit less so on rewatch than I liked it the first time around. I, I do think for me, it's prob. I definitely think it's better than episodes five and six because I really don't like episodes five and six, the other two filler episodes. But uh, I think all like the main story episodes, I would put above it at this point. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I went through four. I went through five and six again. Uh, those are tough to watch. I really, I will say in six though, uh, Mando's a badass. Oh yeah, he is, dude. Yeah. Mando is so cool in six when when they're like fighting the security. Also, the security droids love the design of. I don't know if yeah. we talked about that in when we covered episode six originally, but like the design of them, they looked really good. They looked like if the battle droids looked good. Oh, right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I really enjoyed those. And when like they're they're when the other uh, the other mercenaries are like pinned down. And Mando just comes around from the back and wrecks that entire squad of like five droids. Like that's that's awesome. Um, I I also really like the little uh, cameo appearance by the uh, the voiceover yes. actor Anakin from uh, yes. the Clone Wars series. And I liked that a lot better this time. I thought he was really rough the first time I watched it, but I I, I liked it. I, I I didn't have any issues with him in in this one. Um, I I don't know why I had an issue with it the first time. I feel like I thought it was kind of the scene as a whole was kind of wooden and stiff, but I, I thought it was a lot better on, on rewatch. We did learn a lot there, though. We learned a lot about the Mandalorian and his lines and what lines he will and won't cross. And, yes. You know, he obviously, like, he's he has no issue with killing, but he has an issue with killing unnecessarily and people who don't necessarily deserve to be killed. Well, not only that, but he's changing as we can yeah. tell. And I yeah. think that's the episode that we really tell because especially on rewatch, knowing what's coming episode two stuck out a lot in my head because of how brutal he was with the Jawas. Yeah. You know, cause like thinking <laughs> that about that awesome. scene, it's great. Thinking Those about the, <laughs> thinking about the scene in episode six, when he's, when you find out that he spared almost everybody on that crew, Going back and rewatching, knowing that's coming and watching him just vaporizing Jawas is like he's he definitely undergoes a change over the course of the season. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to watch that change this time around, knowing that it's coming. Because I don't yep. know, I, I talked about it last season. I was really skeptical, skeptical, skeptical about the show. I didn't really want to see badass Mando just slaughtering people for hours. And I think I spent all of last season worrying that we were going to fall back on that at some point. And I don't think we did. I, I, I wanted, they went soft and yeah. it's okay because the manner in which they went soft is working and I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. I, I dig that what they're doing. 
Although I still would prefer to see Mando just unhinged, psycho, killing everybody, dark, like not giving a shit about anything, dude. Imagine how awesome that would be. It would be awesome. I want to see, I mean, it'd be great for the next season. If something happens to the child and he just like, well, you know, obviously they're not going to kill him. Right, but right. if they take the child and he has to get what it if, back, What if the child does die? I mean, we don't... I don't think it's going to happen. It, it, it could, could, but it I think could. I think it'd be... I, I think last season, before the show aired, if you had told me ba- there's going to be a Baby Yoda species in this show, I'd be like, maybe it'll die at some point. But after seeing the reaction to Baby... There's no way they kill... I think that'd be so... like, Dude... It's, a, it's such a cash fact. cow. Yeah, <laughs> I still hate cow. the fact that I love that cute little bastard. It's so I can't amazing. And it, dude. Yeah, it's so, so cute, and I hate it so much. I really I thought I love Baby Yoda, but I do. I really thought it was gonna get old on the rewatch. I was like, right. you know what? I've had it here. You can't fool me anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not susceptible to your charms anymore. And as soon as that little thing showed up, I was like, oh, how's it going? <laughs> Um, very excited to see more of him in season two, but then, uh, we talk about the last two episodes. I mean, so episode seven directed by Deborah Chow. Again, I just can't stop singing Deborah Chow's praises. I'm so excited for Obi-Wan because of her, um, and because of Ewan McGregor, of course, but really her involvement, especially after seeing the two episodes she did in this, uh, first season is just mind blowingly exciting. Um, and then episode eight, directed by Taika Waititi, I stand by, and I think I said this last season, I think you pushed back against me on this. I want a show that's all about those two stormtroopers. That's well, just- I, I didn't push back on that. No, I I don't care if they're in it, but I was saying, like, uh, uh, I want a show by Taika Waititi in that, in that style oh, yeah. about yeah. stormtroopers in general. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't care if it's necessarily about those two. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't have to be those like two. that. Just a vibe like that of yeah. like, what are stormtroopers really like? Because they're soldiers, and yeah. I mean soldiers. Let let's make like a soldier movie, but they're stormtroopers, and what kind of goofy, silly, whatever? <laughs> yeah, just behind the scenes stuff. What goes on when they're not out there blasting stuff? You know. <laughs> that was great, dude. And I still laugh every time he hits Baby Yoda. I laugh my ass off. I love it. I don't laugh at that. I I, still I, think, I think it's I'm, funny. I, I wish they died more brutally than they had because that's just <laughs> unacceptable. But I will say I did laugh so hard, even harder this time than last time. I laughed when they when they were like bored and they try to shoot the target and they can't hit it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're, like he rattles the gun. He's like, what the. Fuck? Yeah, like it's the gun's fault. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a not... great throwback to the, the original trilogy, dude. And that's something that also popped into my head rewatching, especially watching it so quickly. I rewatched the entire show in two days. Um, oh my God, the throwbacks and the <laughs> references. I, I kind of hope it pulls back a little bit in season two. Right, it was right. Really good in season one, but it was seeing it all. And maybe, maybe, maybe it wouldn't be as bad because obviously I'm not going to watch season two in two days. Right. right. I'm going right. to watch it in over eight weeks and we're not doubling up this, this year. Last year we doubled up because they had one the Tuesday it launched. And then that Friday as well. It's yeah. just, 
It's going to be eight Fridays. Uh, as far as we know, there's no doubling up this time around. So uh, I'm uh, maybe, maybe they could continue with the nostalgia stuff and it wouldn't bother me because I'd be watching it over the course of two months. But it it kind of got a little bit old on the rewatch. Like, it's like, oh, and there's the pit droids and the stormtroopers can't shoot and we're back on Tatooine again. And I think the Tatooine thing, not to bring it back to Rise of Skywalker again, but I think the Tatooine thing worked was even worse for me this time around because of Tatooine's involvement in Rise of Skywalker. Because as <laughs> soon as I saw Tatooine, I was like, oh, that fucking scene at the end of Nine. But... Um, <laughs> we can never go back to Tatooine now without me thinking about that right, scene. Right. It's never, it's never, it's not gonna be possible. Um, hey Mando, I, hey Mando, dude, I hate him so much. He better not come back. He's dead, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was such a, yeah, that was. I, I it might have been a mistake to name the show after him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I think, I think a little bit of angry Sean is sometimes amusing. So at least I have the title. Even if I'm loving the show, every time I say "Hey Mando," it'll it'll make me a little upset, and I think that'll uh, it makes me laugh, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> I it just makes me laugh so much. Um, uh, what other thoughts did I have while I was watching the show? Uh, I want to see his face again. I know people are like against that. The little bit. Of him in episode eight, when the, the helmet comes off and you see right. you see um, Pedro Pascal is so good. I love the little little chuckle he gives because uh, the droid is like, "You have damage to your central processing unit," and he's like, "You mean my brain?" And uh, IG is like, "That was a joke." Yeah, but I didn't notice the first time that Mando laughs at that. I just thought it was like a sound of pain. Mm. <laughs> like he makes like a noise, and I was I've like, "I never noticed it." Yeah, Not he chuckles. Rewatched, so very, very, very quietly. But he goes, "That was a joke to ease the tension or whatever." And he goes, <laughs> and then he just it like it moves on. But yeah, he was so jacked up, dude. I was just yeah. like looking at him, his face, yeah. like, dude, he's messed up, dude. Yeah. The flashbacks on rewatch bothered me a little bit. Not like in a bad way, but I just knew where it was going. Right. Now, do you do you remember how optimistic we were watching that first season? Where I was like, dude, Obi-Wan's gonna be at yeah, the end of it. I was thinking about that on my rewatch. Uh when when the doors open and the droid's standing there, and I'm yeah. like, me and Sean were so convinced that yeah, <laughs> it was gonna be Obi-Wan to jump in there and save his life. Yeah. And, but it didn't happen. Not no. But I mean, it was a great way to introduce him, the Mandalorian, yes. how he became Mandalorian yes. and shit. No, that we entire scene, the entire scene is great. It's just yeah. thinking back to how way off. And part of that was uh, we were thinking about it over the course of like seven weeks, you know, because they kept showing us a little bit more of that yeah. scene. And we were like, where's it going to end? Where's it going to end? Is it going to be Obi-Wan? And at that point, we thought Obi-Wan was coming a lot sooner than it was. <laughs> and yeah. It, well, it ended up. Al directed that, uh, that episode with yes. the first flashback. So yes. it kind of, that added to the suspicion or the, uh, yeah. or the ones I wanted to see Obi-Wan oh, yeah. right there. But I just, you know, it, and it's cool that he didn't show up. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were totally convinced. Totally convinced. Oh, yeah. Um, 
it is interesting rewatching now knowing about uh the siege of mandalore having seen it i kind of knew what the siege of mandalore was beforehand but we watched clone wars now so we, we yeah. you know we watched those last four episodes of the siege of mandalore and i kind of want to see that come into play in season two a little bit i want to see some references to that uh, well i'm sure we will dude i'm, I'm yeah. i've been convinced since last year this time last year that katie sackoff was gonna be in this season so yeah um i think it'd be great i'd love to see it me too me too i think it's gonna happen i i hope that you're right uh but well i mean dude well the main thing that makes me say that is when kaylin and i were interviewing her for se and afterlife i remember um we were talking one of the things we talked about with her was clone wars Mm -hmm. and uh and her role in there her voiceover role in there and she had told us, you know, uh, just wait till basically like, you know, wait till next year. I got something that, that I'm working on then that you guys are really going to enjoy then if you like that. And and I was like, I mean, obviously she didn't, she didn't, and no, it could be anything in the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we were just talking about Clone Wars and she made that comment. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh dude, she's going to be in Mandalorian. The only thing that gives me pause to that is that uh we'll see when we get into season two but it appears that the ship this time has been much leakier than last year i mean remember how last time we didn't know that baby yoda was a thing Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot more possible information out there this year for season two a lot of things that have been kind of like everybody just is very certain is gonna happen right um we'll see if it does but uh, I, I really hope Bo-Katan shows up. I really hope Bo-Katan shows up. I really hope Sabine shows up. But anyways, that's stuff that we can talk about in a little bit. I do want to keep yeah, on season yeah. one for a little bit longer. Um, the Armorer is a badass. Yes. Uh, I, I still think it would be cool. I had mentioned this uh, last year. You know, uh, perhaps the Forger is Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, right? But, but like, because maybe did, yeah. that she lost the dark saber. She had to go underground. Yes. You know, biding her time. Uh, I, upon my rewatch, I do not think that's the case anymore. But I, but I still think it, it, if they did that, I think it would be kind of a cool move, man. Uh, to I, find that out. I agree. Out. I agree. The thing that gives me pause, I, I might be making this up in my head. I could have sworn Emily Swallow, who plays uh the armor i'm pretty sure that's her name um said i'm pretty sure she hinted that she was going to be in season two Hmm. so i feel like if she's coming back and she's going to continue to play the armorer because she didn't die at the end of season one you know she's still around um so if she's coming back i think that pretty clearly states it's not bo-katan because i think if the armorer was coming up back and it was bo-katan katie sackoff would be coming in not the actress from season one, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh no, I had something thinking about, um, Oh, the four, the armor. Well, I think about the armor, just uh, thinking about characters that aren't, don't have massive roles yet, but are very impactful. Moff Gideon. Oh my God. Oh my God. On, on rewatch, just captivating. Giancarlo Esposito's every line, like when he's, when they're trapped in the room and he's like, um, you may recognize this, but uh, Rebellion uh, Shock Trooper 
Cara Cynthia Dune of Alderaan can, and and the way he just lists off all yeah. of their names, and they're all like, "What the fuck?" Like, and when the when back to our favorite two stormtroopers at the beginning of the episode, when they're like, and he just executed the guy for interrupting him. Like, <laughs> I guess, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. Like, I I want to see this unhinged dude. And I want to see him just killing stormtroopers left and right. Like I'm fucking trying to concentrate here. Shut, right. stop in, you know. And it, obviously, it, the, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Obviously, obviously, the big reveal of him having the dark saber at the end of season yeah. one is even more compelling. But go ahead. I was just gonna say if they don't if they don't keep uh, Moff Gus going through the entire season two, it's gonna be a travesty, dude. I yes. can see him as being a villain that runs throughout the entire run of the show. Hundred uh, percent. He better not be in like episode one and episode eight. Like I'm, I'm gonna say oh, right. Yeah, that would that would suck, dude. Like uh, I think we, we talked about it last season as well. But this this first season is definitely a pilot season. You know, right, right. They, there are like four episodes of real plot in it. Like half of it. I would even say episode two meanders a little bit. You know, I think it's like episode one, three, seven, and eight are the four episodes that really have a very strong central story to them. And everything else kind of meanders and it's setting up the universe, which is fine. And it's great at establishing this world we're going to be in for the rest of the however many season run. I mean, they're gearing up for season three right now. They're going to start shooting. I think the last I heard was they're going to start shooting in November. So, I mean, we're we're full steam, steam ahead on this show. That was a good pilot season. It's got to tie together now. Yeah. You know, sure. I don't want to see these characters in one episode. You know? Yeah. And, and I want to see, I want to see what Moth, I want to see what Moth is doing on his own. On, on his own. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously a yeah. man on a mission. Yeah. And so I want to see him that doesn't relate to interactions or connections with interactions with the Mandalorian. I want to, See whatever he's doing in preparation to go after the baby. Do you think that there's any chance? Because we stayed. Uh, is there a single scene in season one that we're? I guess the very end when we're not on him. For there are some small cutaways, like we see um, when uh, I have spoken. What's his name? Oh. uh... Nick Nolte is the actor. Nick Nolte's character, actor, yeah. I can't, think I of the can't remember the character's name. But when, when he dies, we cut away to him. But we still Wait, hear he Mando's died? voice. Didn't he die? He died? Are you kidding? Dude, you spoiled it. He oh, my God. I'm just kidding. Okay, I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> um, when he died, we cut away from Mando, but still we heard his voice. In the, I don't know. We've, we've, I'm, I'm struggling to think of a scene besides the very last scene with Gideon pulling out the dark saber. I'm struggling to think of a scene in the show that is about a character that is not the Mandalorian or not directly connected to the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? It's very focused on him. Like even when, well, the, the closest thing that I can think of to that would be the end of Hey Mando episode when we get, Whoever yes. is in the yes. armor walking up to yeah. the that's the closest I can think of as well. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. That's a good spot. So the first season is is almost completely about him. There's yeah, very little. It makes sense. It's called yeah. the Mandalorian, yeah. but I mean, still, 
So do you think there's any chance that in season two they expand scope and maybe we start to see some of these other characters by themselves? Or do you think it'll again this time be the Mandalorian? Um, I think with the popularity of Cara Dune and mm-hmm. uh, Apollo Creed's characters, yeah. uh, that they will focus at least on them a little bit, what they're doing yeah. uh, before the Mandalorian actually go back, goes back to meet up with them. Yeah. Um, okay. If they don't, then that would be a lost opportunity, I think. I agree. Because it would make sense to go back to them after the Mandalorian meets them and then he goes his way. And then now what are they doing? Cause I'm sure they would have some interaction that involves each other and they need each other for whatever they're going to do. But I would like to see what's going on before the Mandalorian gets there. Like what's going on with them in that town, uh, after the Mandalorian leaves, uh, the place in waste like that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, in between that time and him going back, uh, be very interesting just to see how the town has changed. Who's in charge is Apollo and Cardoon in charge. You know, it, that looks, it looks like it's grief Karga That's back yeah. in charge from the trailers and stuff. But we'll talk more about that in a second, but I do want to say it had never crossed my mind as a possibility that we would follow, um, Gideon on his own at all in season two until you said you wanted to see it. And now I'm like, Ooh, I really want to see that. So if I'm disappointed, I blame you completely. Um, is there anything else about season one that you want to hit on before we jump to break? And then we'll rank the episodes again. Nah, man. No, I'm good, dude. I'm, I, it is a great season and I'm stoked season. for season two. I'm, I'm very excited as well. So we're going to jump to break really quick. You guys are going to hear about some other great shows on this network. And when we get back, we are going to go over our ranking of the season one episodes, maybe re-rank a couple of them. And then we're going to talk about season two and the future. So we will be back in a moment. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Marook with the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Stream. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SCN Afterlife, our SCN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about, the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on the Merc with the Movie blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SCN Afterlife channel. Talk to you then. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. 
Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Listen to those shows. We're back. They're great. They're all great. Yeah. Uh, Wade, how's SCN Afterlife going? Uh, it's going very well. I've got a new co-host, uh, an, an Englishman named Dean Ooh. Lewis. Um, and there's a there's a, uh, a young lady that I hit up today. Uh, oh. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm hoping to speak with a little bit later tonight or this weekend, and maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe she'll come on and try it out. Not sure, but uh, we'll see what happens. It's going good. That's exciting. I urge everybody to check out all of the shows that were just advertised because they're all great. Uh, but for now, let's talk about our rankings of season one of the Mandalorian. Wade, I have your list and I have my Good, list. Because I, have I don't, lists. and I don't remember it all what I had them ranked as last year. So, so let's go over this for you. We'll go, we'll go down um, worst or no, we'll go best to worst. All right. So the first one I say is your favorite Last one I say is your least favorite. Number one for you was chapter eight. Episode eight. Number two yep. was episode three. Number yep. three was episode two. Number four was episode one. Number five was episode seven. Number six was episode six. Number seven was episode four. And number eight was episode five. I'm I'm surprised prison ship episode was so far down on the list. I do think that's a testament though of how good those other episodes are. Yeah, they are good. They are good. Um you know, as you went through that, I cannot complain about any of that uh whatsoever, especially the top 2 for sure. Uh I I'm going to hold true to that, man. Uh I'm sticking with my rankings there. Okay. Um I don't know what I did with mine. Mine is kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. There's one thing oh, in particular yeah, wait, that is being never moved. Mind. The, 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 <laughs> the last, never mind. <laughs> that, all of that stuff is a discussion for a whole different show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my number one was chapter eight, of course, because chapter eight's fantastic. My number two was chapter seven. I really liked episode seven. Uh, I'm thinking about that. My number three, and this is going to change a little bit. My number three was episode. Oh God, I'm sorry. My number three was episode four. Uh, I'm going to move that around a little bit. My number four was episode two. My number five was episode one. My number six was episode three, which that was my big problem. Episode three is way too low on this list. Uh, Way too low on this list. Yeah. Yeah. Episode seven. uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. My number seven was episode six. And my number eight was episode five. So episode five is still my least favorite. Uh, six is still my second to least favorite. I'm going to move things around a little bit. I'm going to switch. I'm, I'm going to switch it. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting episode one above episode two now. I think I liked episode one a little bit more. Uh, episode three is going way up. It's going to go to third place. And then everything else is just going to get shifted down one. So uh, that would end up being four. 
That'll end up being episode one. That'll end up being episode two. So my list now looks like uh, my favorite episode was episode eight. My number two was episode seven. My number three was episode three. My number four was episode four. My number five was episode one. I saw that. I saw that way. <laughs> my number six was episode two. My number seven was episode six. And my number eight was episode five. Episode five sucks. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I no, dude. I was going to say at least we yeah. completely agree about that one, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm sorry, Dave Filoni. I love, I love Dave Filoni. But oh right. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Five. That it, I'll, I'll, I'll say, man, until that episode... I was one who was pushing for him to do a live action movie. But mm-hmm. after that, um, I don't, it's not that I don't want him to ever do a live action star Wars yeah. movie, yeah. but I want him to get a lot more live action TV shows under his belt. Cause I yeah. think he's got a lot of stuff to work out as far as uh, it, he, it just, it seems like he was trying to make live action too much like a cartoon to me. Yeah, and I I didn't love the over reliance on nostalgia in that episode. Um, Same, and like you said, uh, that dude feels like a cartoon character. Yeah. Um, hey Mando, uh, Toro Calican, I think is his name. Uh, he feels like a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah, he sure does. But uh, I will say, episode four kind of got a bump because recently I've been doing a podcast called Too Many Shawns with my friend Sean, where we talk about Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Little shameless plug right there, uh, and we've covered the episode of clone wars that is like very clearly inspires the episode of episode four where ahsoka anakin and i think it's it's the blue jedi oh what's her name Mm. she dies on felucia with i think bly oh i i don't know why i can't ayla sakura ayla sakura uh where they like defend the the village yeah and watching that episode recently and then rewatching episode four for the rewatch gave me another, like, uh, I appreciated episode four a little bit more just because I really love that trope. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a lot happier with that list now. I can't believe episode three was so low on it for me. I don't know why it was. It might have been because I wasn't sold on the show yet. Maybe, maybe. And the direction overall. But I think now knowing where it's going, I appreciated episode three a lot more. Um, I, I'm still surprised I had the uh, the prison ship so far down on my list. I mean, I'm not going to move it, but no. I, just, I I didn't realize that uh, once you read it back, I didn't realize that's how I felt at the time. Yeah. And again, I think like for the most part, a lot of the episodes are really good. For me, yeah. the only the only two episodes that aren't good are five and six. And I know you include yes. four in that in that list. Four, but... Dude, four's up. <laughs> I, I have, dude... I have thoughts and opinions, uh, like my true thoughts on why I can't stand that episode that I will never share on air. Okay. All right. That's all you have to say. Uh, let's talk about season two. We have seen the trailer. We have seen the... All right. Mad Sean's coming out a little bit. Uh-oh. We've seen the special look. All right. They advertised it on Twitter. They said, Monday Night Football. Star Wars, The Mandalorian, season two, special look. Days in advance. Wait, they advertised it on Twitter. Days in advance. They were they had the cast tweeting about it. They had everybody tweeting about it. Everybody was tweeting about the special look at Star Wars, season two. You know who tweeted about it? Her universe. Yeah, her universe. You know, you know what her universe is? 
It is a clothing company owned by Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka. Okay. Everybody was tweeting about this special look. They were like, oh, you better tune in. You better tune in. Hey, Wade, what was new in that trailer? Uh, Nothing. Other than him on a jetpack, I believe. There was, like, maybe some new dialogue. Right. But there was nothing new revealed. No, nothing at all. It was all either new shots of the same thing, or may, I, they had like a line of dialogue that was new that really didn't yeah. mean anything. Um, stuff we already kind of assumed was going to happen. Uh, and like, look, I know. Uh, let's let's talk about season two, kind of broadly. I will say, if you don't know about any of the supposed maybe castings, this isn't exactly spoilers because none of these things are confirmed, but. I will say that there are certain characters that have been rumored, heavily rumored to show up. And I understand not showing that. Right? I understand not showing that. You don't want to, like, you don't want to reveal that. Yeah. We think Fennec Shan might still be alive. Uh, Ming-Na Wen's character. It's been heavily teased she might still be out there. You could have shown her. You could have shown the boot of the person that found her body. Boba Fett. You know, Sure. You could have shown the boot. You could have shown a shot of the dark saber. Yeah. Literally just, it doesn't have to be on. It could have been like on his belt. You imagine right. if it had been just a shot from the waist of, of Gideon and the dark saber just on his belt. Like I just, I don't understand why there was nothing in that, in the special. And again, if, if I had just been watching Monday night football, which I wouldn't have, cause I don't watch football, but if I had just been watching Monday night football and there was like special look at the Mandalorian season two without any lead up, no, nothing on Twitter the days before because nothing. And they just played the ad. I would have been like, that was pretty cool, right? Like, but they got my expectations up. And that might be my fault that I was really excited and that I was expecting something. But I still think that special look was garbage. I was really upset about that. I don't know how you felt. I got excited watching it or uh, about watching it by hearing other people talk about it, you know, and I'm like, yeah. okay, dude, I got to check this out. I had ser- seen some Twitter bullshit about Ahsoka Tano or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. oh, dude, like they must have like in from what I gathered, there would be I was expecting to see a shot in this in this teaser um, of a far, a far away image that yeah. you could just make out the shape of Ahsoka yeah. Tano. That's yeah. what I expected to see. I watched that thing two or three times and was like, <laughs> I don't understand. I already saw this last week. Yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty upset about it. I don't really understand that. Like the marketing on this has been very weird, you know? Yes. And obviously that first trailer dropped at a very um, strategic time. Uh, I don't know if you remember that right after uh, John Boyega's interview came out, like literally hours after they dropped yep. that trailer. So that was very strategic timing on Disney's part. Which, by the uh, way, kudos to John Boyega for just yeah. being honest, dude. 100%. 100%. That's awesome. 100%. I know we're sitting here talking about The Mandalorian, which is a show that is made by the people that he was calling out. But, you know. Well, yeah. No disrespect but, you to know, movie. just, yeah. yeah. Kudos yeah. to him as a human yeah. being for just being honest about what yeah. we all can see yeah. happen. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's right, dude. He's right. Yeah. Him and... and uh, uh, was it Rosemarie Tran? Is that her name? Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly. The character's Kelly, name is her Rose. Her character's name is yeah. Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, both of them, uh, they, 
they just yeah. diminished both of their roles, dude. But anyway, yeah. that's that's Which, another yeah. discussion. He's not lying. He's not. And off topic, uh, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon, the new Disney movie that Kelly Marie Tran is the lead of. That movie looks awesome. Mm. Anyways, it's like the next Disney animated movie. But season two of The Mandalorian, we did see the bigger trailer earlier this month. Finally, yeah. we've been waiting so long. We hadn't seen anything from the season. We finally saw that trailer. We saw some sweet, sweet Mandalorian with a jetpack. He was flying. Those awesome shots of him on the speeder bike. Mm-hmm. Like going down like the rock face or whatever. Uh, we saw, I, I don't know. All right, I'm going to try to say the name. I think this is what her name is. I'm not a wrestling person. Is it Sasha Banks? You are correct. Yep. Saw her donning the uh, the black robe. Dude, she's Sabine all the way. I have one. I know. I thought that as well. I've heard some people saying that Sabine is more of, uh, she looks a little more Asian. And thinking about it i kind of agree uh i think it's possible that she's sabine i'm not writing it out yet but i do wonder if maybe it's a different character but i don't know who else it would be like it's such a weird thing to see right unless we're gonna like if we're are we gonna see some maybe sith stuff in this season like she looks like a sith ass you know, and we kind of know that there's some Sith stuff going on in between episode six and seven after the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, is she from Exegol on a mission to find Baby Yoda for the mm. clone of the Dude, Emperor? I'm still, I'm sorry. I, I said this when we were doing the show last year and, and yeah. you dismissed it completely. Yeah. When I had said that I had brought up that perhaps, and I still believe this, that the whole point of Baby Yoda was was they were looking for Baby Yoda because they need to use him in order to help Palpatine clone himself, uh, get get himself cloned back to, you know, that, that it, it, it's all tied together, dude. It's all tied together. It is Palpatine has sent those people there looking for Baby Yoda because he needs him to help help reclone himself to what he really should be because it's obvious he's having troubles with the cloning process i will say it's possible but i will also say that from my understanding when i read the novelization of the rise of skywalker which i don't know why i did that to myself there is a part of i don't know why i'm like i i saw that movie like nine times in theaters not that many times it was like six times in theaters yeah look at wade's face I'm kind of glad I did because we're not getting Star Wars in theaters for a long time. True, uh, true. So I'm kind of glad that I did get to see Star Wars in theaters a bunch of times, but uh, for the last one that we're getting for a while. Uh, but my point being that when I read the novelization, there's a passage in there of like, it makes it seem like Palpatine goes into the reactor, dies, and immediately wakes up in the clone body that we see later on. Mm. So in my, but also, uh, they could easily retcon that. They could easily be like, and that body he went to died and they couldn't stabilize him. So they need Baby Yoda to stabilize a body for him or something. I think well, it's wasn't, didn't it turn out that Ray's father was a failed clone of Palpatine? Yeah, it's a See, whole... That's kind of why I get that, like, they were having trouble clone, cloning him. Getting properly. a clone that could use the Force, maybe. And they needed, that was... they needed Yoda, Baby Yoda's metachlorians to help that process out to, to manifest it. Maybe you know. Baby Yoda is Snoke's dad. Dude. <laughs> Dude! What twist? 
it's, wow. it's Snoke is a combination of Palpatine and Baby Yoda being grown in the little Snoke tubes. Dude, that would be awesome. That would be terrible. It'd be so bad. So was I'd Snoke so- was Snoke really like failed? Uh, uh, I, I don't think it was a failed to- clone. I don't think it was a failed clone. I think that was the intention was to make what Snoke was because there was like six of them in that in that thing. I think Snoke was in a completely intentional. Thing. Snoke shouldn't even have been related to the to the Emperor whatsoever. Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. I got a so I got sorry I got a so far off track. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we go to a snow planet this season in the trailers. Yeah. Yes. Um, Hoth was I, always my favorite fucking planet as a kid, dude. As a kid, one year we had a really bad snowstorm, and it got like high, right? And my my grandfather had like dug a path to the cars. I that path to the cars were the trenches of Echo Base, as far as I was oh, concerned. Yeah. And those walkers were coming for me, man. You know, That's awesome. So, so I always loved the Battle of Hoth and and all that and uh, the Echo Base and that whole thing. But my question to you is. My immediately thought, my immediate, my immediately, my immediate thought, if I can speak correctly, is that it's Ilum. Uh, he's looking for the Jedi, looking for the ancient race of warriors uh, or, or sorcerers. My immediately, my immediate thought was it's Ilum. We saw Ilum. I don't know if you, if you watched a bunch or, or anything of Jedi Fallen Order. But we did see Jedi, we did go to Ilum and Jedi Fallen Order, and what we see in the season two trailer looks a whole lot like what Ilum is represented in that game. And weirdly enough, that game is the closest we've gotten to seeing Ilum in live action, just because the only other time we've seen it has been in a animated cartoon, and the game looks more realistic than the animated cartoon. So kind of it's the best reference right. footage, even though it's still a video game. Um, and we found out that Ilum became Starkiller Base. In, in they, they hollowed it out and they turned it into Starkiller Base. But uh, my question is that I saw another person say maybe it's Sabine's homeworld from Rebels. Because in Rebels, when they go to Sabine's homeworld, that's also a very icy planet. And we did hear in this latest little special look that he's looking for the Mandalorians as well. Yeah. So um, uh, I'm going to say it's Hoth. And- you think it's Hoth? <laughs> Hey, Mando is still alive, and the Ooh. Mandalorian is going to find him. That's going to be the day, Filoni. In ice, and as soon as he unthaws him, he's going to look at Mandalorian, and he's going to go, "Hey, Mando!" <laughs> <laughs> is that the Dave Filoni episode? Are we going to get yes. another scene like you know how in the the first that season he's fun. sitting he's sitting exactly like. Han is yeah in the same yeah yeah okay okay (laughs) angry Sean came out angry wave came out for a second dude that was bullshit that was bullshit dude dude I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater as a kid when it first came out showing my age I was what every day I come home from school I would watch a new hope every day I lied to my best friend in front of his mother telling him that I had a book at home that translated (laughs) everything that Chewbacca said and I went through the whole movie translating everything Chewbacca said I love it and it was Freaking disgusting to have Hey Mando sitting in Han Solo's booth, like the like the man, the myth, the legend himself. 
Holy crap! It was bad. But it my pitch bad, is, yeah. they're going to go back to Hoth. It's going to be Dave Filoni's episode, and the Mandalorian is going to find Hey Mando hanging from the roof of a Wampa cave. Yes! Yes! Mando's going to take down a Wampa, and Hey Mando's going to wake up. Hey Mando! Can you get yeah. me down from here? <laughs> and then a one-armed Wampa comes walking yeah. around the corner. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> He's like, one of you bastards cut off my arm seven years ago, and I've never forgotten. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know what that ice planet is. I kind of hope it's Dylan. I don't know. I'm just cool. I'm excited to see some different locations. Yeah, because for last sure. season was very sandy. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah. sandy, very like uh, barren. It, it was it was o, uh, OT reminiscent as far as yes. planets go. Yes. So I'd like to see some new stuff in this season. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that we saw. Any other theories I might have? Uh, you think anybody's going to get killed off this season? Um, if anyone would, I think it would be uh, Apollo Creed. Um, Probably. He's directing an episode. I'm excited. Oh, for that's that. awesome. Yeah, he did one of the episodes. Um, it, it, other than that, I mean, I don't know, like, like other side people, like uh, there's rumors that Rex might show up. Yeah. So if Rex shows up, I could see him dying. Like we finally get his on death. Um, that would be rough. It would be rough. Um, I, I don't know, man. The only one that I could really, that I could, that I would feel comfortable calling now is, uh, is Apollo Creed's demise I think in some way. Maybe at the hands of Moff Gus and the Black think, Saber, ooh, Dark Saber. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I think you might be right. I think there's a chance Gideon dies. I don't think it's likely. I, I think there's a not. chance. I hope not. I hope not. But I think they could do it. I think it'd be a big mistake to do so. But I think that it might. It, it's a possibility at this point. Yeah. Um, my next question on the theory side, do you think this show will set up any future shows or movies or anything 100 percent um i think it's gonna set the well there's already been rumor that uh that we're gonna get a cara dune yes show i'm sure uh, there will be teases of that yeah um i really man i could see a, an ahsoka sabine uh type spinoff well it, okay but like i don't know about that has to happen at some point right like Ahsoka and Sabine finding Ezra after the end of Rebels. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's something I'm still waiting to find out. Where did yeah. he go? What Thrawn? Yeah, I still yeah. Where the know fuck what is the he? Fuck happened to Thrawn? I'm gonna tell you if at the end of this we find out they're doing that, but they're doing it in live action. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm really? gonna be really upset. I don't want to see that in live action. I want that to be the next animated show, man. I want Dave Filoni on that doing the next animated because I didn't. I didn't think I Resistance was I awful. I didn't think Resistance bad. was awful, but. Resistance wasn't Clone Wars or Rebels. You know, right. I love I love both Clone Wars and Rebels. I put Rebels above Clone Wars. For me, yeah, Rebels is like yeah. some of the peak of Star Wars. So I want I want the next one to that. And I'm excited for Bad Batch, but really, am I excited for Bad Batch? I don't know if right. I am. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I am either. I, I'll watch it. It's more Star Wars. Yeah, I'll watch know? it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I, I would really hate I the thing that I would hate because there was all that stuff happening online where um I can't think of how you I don't know how you say his name but Rahul something, uh he's very funny I follow him on Twitter but he's a guy on Twitter he's an actor uh he was in the Haunting of Bly Manor recently, all um, right. uh, I think he was also on a show I think he was on iZombie anyways uh 
he was kind of playfully hinting that maybe he was playing Ezra in live action. And it was a joke. He came out and he was like, I was oh, kidding. Right. It was a joke. But jumping off of that, if at the end of the season, like, you know, last season we got the, the, the dark saber. If the end of the season, we see the live action casting of Ezra. I'm going to be pissed. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be really upset. Um, <laughs> I want that rebel sequel sequel really bad. That would be awesome, dude. To I get guess... a rebel sequel in, and, but no matter how they do it, other than reading, just I'm not a big reader, man. I, li- I like I like to read short things, like short stories yeah. and articles. Yeah. Uh, but long things, books and shit, dude. I'm not I'm not into. But I just they really need to show us in a visual like a what the fuck happened film <laughs> format. What happened when they yeah. went off looking for Ezra and what happened to Thrawn and yeah, you it's cannot nice. leave it uh, uh, in in my opinion. Uh, or for me, I want to know what happened to Thrawn more than I want to know what happened to anybody else. Oh my god! Well, yeah, I think Ezra's number one for me, but number two is Thrawn. Look, I, unpopular opinion. Uh, fucking kill Ahsoka, <laughs> please. Um, I love Ahsoka. She's my favorite, dude. It is ridiculous that she's been alive as long as she has. And then it's ridiculous she outlived everybody, Wade. Like. Well, yeah, but she also left the Jedi Order and she stayed low key. So I get that. But even then, you get to the point of like in the Rise of Skywalker when you hear her, and at that point, I was like, "All right, thank God we know that she's at least dead by then." And then Dave Filoni posted that picture online that was like, "Maybe she's not dead at that point." I'm like, "Are you really gonna tell me that Ahsoka Tano outlived Anakin Skywalker's grandson? Is that what we're going for?" Like, because. Do we know her race though? Like as far as how the lifespan of her race, do we know anything? I I, I don't know. It might be possible. It's just crazy that like, it's not even about like her lifespan. It's the state of the galaxy that she's right. right. You know, the most unstable 60 years or so of the galaxy ever. So much happens in this 60 year time span. Not even that long, you know, it's like 50 or something. Um, Maybe, yeah, maybe 60, I guess. Maybe 60. But uh, it's just this crazy time period from episode one to the end of episode nine. It's insane that she possibly lived through it all. Anyways, I know that's really not going to win me any people over because people hey, man, love Ahsoka. Right. Uh, and I love Ahsoka. Our opinions, dude. Yeah, I love Ahsoka as well. I'm not like saying I want to watch her die or anything, but I just think it's a little weird that she's been, she, that she's survived as much as she has when so many people have. Right, right. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, episode one. Here's the last thing I'll ask you before we go. Episode one. Do you think it's going to be anything big in episode one? Do you think episode one ends and Ahsoka walks in the fucking bar? Or do you think episode one is set up? We're not going to see anything crazy until like episode four. It, if we see Ahsoka, I think we're going to see Sabine first. Yeah, okay. Um. So if anyone is going to come in at the end of the first... Well, if anyone's going to come in at the end of the first episode, it's either going to be Sabine or Bo-Katan. But my yeah. guess would be Sabine. Okay. Uh, I would want to save uh, Katie Sackhoff and Bo-Katan till a little bit later on in the series. Once he's we've established what he's doing and where he's going to try to find other Mandalorians in order to find Baby Yoda's uh, species. So I would say we're going to see Sabine first as far as, like, big new characters. Uh, Other than, well, actually, they might save her for episode two or three or something. We might, 
Really, dude? Okay, I'm going to shift this. I think in the first episode, uh, we're going to find out who who was wearing uh, Boba boots. Fett's boots and stuff yeah. in the at the end of the Hey Mando episode. Because um, that, that's the only time they ever touched on that was that, yeah. like, five seconds at the end of that one episode. It's been so long. Like, that was episode, yeah, episode five, you know? Yeah, like, maybe introduce that and Timothy Oliphant, uh, yeah. uh, if the rumors are correct. Yeah. Uh, maybe introduce that first, but, uh, I would, I'd say that's most likely. And then, but it, like I said, though, for sure, if we see Ahsoka, we're going to meet Sabine first. I agree on both counts. I would rather see the Boba Fett, whatever's happening with the Boba Fett armor first. Yeah. I want to see that first, just because I feel like that's been set up for longer. And I want to see the resolution to that. I will say, I think there's a very good chance. We don't see that towards the tail end of the season. And if that's the case, I think, that this season could end up suffering from people waiting for something. Yeah, I think one of the one of the things from season one that really helped it was we weren't waiting for anything. Yeah, you know we didn't know anything about the show going into it, so we were kind of just week to week like, okay, what's going to happen next? We have zero idea. Now going into it, everybody's like, is, are we going to see Boba Fett in episode one? Are we going to see the armor in episode one? Are we going to see Rex in episode one? Are we going to see Ahsoka, Sabine? Are we going to see Bo Katan? Are we what, what, what are we going to see in episode one? So I think no matter what happens, the show is going to end up almost suffering from that. And I really hope it doesn't. I really hope people are going to be cool with it. They're going to wait. They're going to let the season play out over the eight weeks that it will. But um, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, me too, man. Uh, I'm going to be glued to my TV uh, Friday, and I'm going to watch it uh, as soon as I possibly can. Yes. Hopefully I'll be able to watch it a couple times before we – we stream but since we're doing it a little earlier again 6 30 we used to record saturday morning so i had a little bit more time to watch it a couple times but 6 30 p.m eastern is when we're going to be going live on fridays to talk about the episode um <clears throat> hopefully we'll try to get some guests in here every so often but for sure it should be wade and i every week at least um but we are i i'm, I'm very excited i, I want to try to watch the episodes at least twice uh, oh, last question before I have you plug your stuff. Do you think the episodes are going to be any longer than season one? No, no, neither do I. No, I think I think they're. I just think they're going to stick with the with the that that formula of the episodes being a little shorter. Okay. Which which as it went on, I did not end up minding so much. Yeah, especially on rewatch, I didn't mind. Yeah. Yep. So no, I think they're going to hold hold the on the length. All right, Wade. I, I think that's the show. Oh, yeah. So why don't you tell people where they can find you? Uh, yeah, if y'all want to find me on the Twitter, you can do so at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E-1134. Uh, and yeah, uh, like uh, like Sean said, I also do a show called SE and Afterlife. You can find on this YouTube channel. Um, it, it, that is Wednesdays and Fridays live at 3.15 p.m. Eastern time. I'm also on Go Get That Rose, which is on this same network channel, uh, and that goes live on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, so that is a Bachelor Nation show. So check those out, guys. You know what I just realized? What's that? I never did my primary bit I was going to do this episode. The primary reveal of this episode was I was going to stand up Ah, <laughs> and I never did it. I did it right now. I've got baby Yoda on my sweatshirt. <laughs> All right. Um, 
You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a bunch of podcasts. They're in my bio. Uh, I do a Power Rangers podcast at Go Into the Grid. We watch and recap episodes of Power Rangers because I never grew up. Uh, I do a Clone Wars recap show at Too Many Sean's and other stuff that I can't really think of right off the top of my head. But they're in the bio. Game Over Screen is a show on this network where we talk about video games. But you guys can find this show and others on the Merc with a Movie blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. And you guys can follow Merc with a Movie blog on Twitter at Movie blog Merc. And again, I will tell you right now, uh, every Friday, I'm going to reiterate, just so everybody knows, every Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern is should, when we should be going live to talk about the latest episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. So we will catch you guys next time for Episode 1 of The Mandalorian Season 2. Thank <laughs> you.